Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. I'm Belinda Yonneke and I'm joined today all the way from Somalia, Professor Salomi Maswime. Prof, welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I've had a look at this uh, short biography of yours and in that short paragraph it looks like years and years of amazing experience. And must I just immediately start also with you have been awarded the Young Achiever Award by the President of South Africa in 2017. I got this email which says the, the president of South Africa wants to recognize, is recognizing you as a young achiever and trailblazer and they'd like he'd like to invite you to an event uh, on, on National Youth Day where you'll be recognized with other young trailblazers. And it was that moment where... <laughs> Screenshots. Yes. <laughs> call your mom. Call your dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, the, the level of excitement because it's not every day you wake up and you've got a letter from from the president. You yes. Know? And so, absolutely. And so we, we my family came along because they also wanted to witness this and 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 it was basically an event where we got to sit as as a group of young achievers behind the president as he made his speech and then he recognized all of us and uh, you know it was amazing just being able to to spend time with the president of your your country but in you know him acknowledging your work you know so it, it's really a moment that has stood out to me before we then unpack your your current job as well what if you have to tell me about the best day in your career what will that day be? Would it, would it have been that day with meeting the president or may, is there maybe another highlight? I mean, there have been several, but I think most recently was when I attended the, the World Health Summit. It, it was in Geneva and you basically, you know, managed to get a, a ticket to go inside because a lot of people go to the summit and attend events around the summit, but don't actually get to go inside where all the ministers of health are. And so on this day, I, I, I had a ticket to go inside and and it was just being in this place where, you know, literally the director general, Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus is there. There's ministers of health everywhere, including our South African minister of health. Like you bump into a person and, you know, they like leading something in their yes. country somewhere. And I greatly, enjoyed that you know and 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 for me it was like looking at healthcare from 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 a leadership perspective that at the end of the day yes we we're working with patients we, we we're serving the community but there are also people who are sitting and deciding this these are the priorities for healthcare for the world right now yes. and just being in that room and and listening to that conversation i found it to be really exciting and, and stimulating <laughs> tell, tell us about your journey i mean how do you get that kind of award you know where did it all start for you let's just quickly unpack that so that we just know so basically i mean after matric i i went into my mbchb at the university of KwaZulu natal and I think I was kicking and screaming because I didn't necessarily really enjoy what I was doing. 
but that was kind of you know my my introduction to to medicine i didn't really have big plans or big dreams of my career at that stage but afterwards moved into my internship which i would say you know, i fairly enjoyed it that was at grace hospital in natal and then during my com service that was kind of my life-changing moment where i worked in the labor ward for for a few months and after that it really grew on me i really enjoyed it working mm. with the babies and all of that but at the same time started experiencing adverse outcomes and so maternal deaths and perinatal deaths mm. and kind of felt more of a conviction to to mm. move into, into obstetrics and gynae and so from there, I specialized in obstetrics and gynae at, 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 with Vets University, working at Chris Honey Baraguanath Academic Hospital. And thereafter, I felt that wasn't enough and decided to do my PhD, looked at the causes of death related to cesarean section uh, hemorrhage. And just one thing led to another. So after that, the whole world of global health opened up to me and moved to, got a fellowship in Harvard to, to with, through the Discovery Foundation, spent a year with the Center for Global Health, and thereafter moved to UCT as the head of global surgery. Oh, that is just such a, a wonderful, mm -hmm. amazing story, you know, of, of how, yeah, just moving from medicine and then going to specialize and eventually just feeling, no, that's not enough, I'm gonna do my PhD as well. And so so what is also the current trend um, in, the, in the health space? I mean, you are currently in Somalia, probably for a reason as well what what is currently the trend or what is the the buzzword or what is currently our situation or issue that that you are busy probably solving as well so I'm in Somalia right now for a global surgery uh, symposium uh, and and that is one of the things I think are, are, are trending right now this this new world of global surgery looking at access to surgical care and trying to address inequities in healthcare. But I mean, there's a lot of interesting things. I think, you know, the pandemic prepared us to start having conversations across disciplines. And so things from climate change and how does that affect us in our different uh, sectors and planetary health and, 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 and whatnot. But I think more than anything, the conversations I'm hearing are about, you know, uh, how do we, prepare the health, how do we prepare to address the current challenges that we have in healthcare? And so moving from, you know, I'm just going to treat the patient in front of me, whoever comes to the hospital, to what are the problems in, in society? You know, mm. are we, am I just going to treat injuries? Are we going to look at the root causes of injury in, in, in population? So population health is, is getting a lot more attention right now. Yeah. Um, what else do you think is South Africa doing right currently? Yeah, I mean, in terms of science leadership, I think South Africa led from the front, you know, and, mm. and getting a lot of things right in terms of, 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 of science, in terms of leadership, in terms of bringing new new evidence, uh, you know, forward during the pandemic. And I think as a country, there's a lot that we put on the table and there's a lot. I think we're a great resource to the world, <laughs> you know, yes. but that's only when we organize ourselves to contribute uh to the world and so i think you know we're situated very well in that 
some of our health systems are really world class whilst whilst there's also a lot of inequity and so because of that we're able to bring solutions that 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 apply across different uh you know sectors and and, and classes etc and so i think we've done well in advancing the science but there's a lot more room of course for us to grow and and, and contribute in in this area as a country if somebody is listening now that would like to have a similar career than you, where do they start or what advice would you give somebody? So, I mean, I've, I'm, I mean, I, I, I wear two hats in that one is, is maternal health as an obstetrician and gynecologist. And I think that is very straightforward. And, yes. you know, if you have the passion, <laughs> go for it and pursue it. But my other hat is, is global health. And global health is, is not, doesn't have a straight line yet. You know, I, I basically had to invent it for myself, invent my own career path, which I'm still developing as I go. But I think as, as more of us are now establishing, you know, global surgery centers or global health centers in South Africa, that also means that we're able to, to, to mentor those who want to, to come into, into this career track. And we're also creating jobs and opportunities for those who, who want to work in, in this space. I mean, global health is, is it's a very interesting field in that, you know, you're sort of sitting in an intersection between, you know, the decisions that decision makers are making and politicians are making for the country and, 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 and public health specialists, etc., and also sitting on understanding clearly the, the clinic the clinical part of, of clinical side of things and sometimes the mistakes that clinicians make in, 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 in what they are doing. And so it's not a job where you wake up and go to, to a hospital and, and, and see patients every day. Of course you can. If that's part of your passion, then then you can do that. But most of what we do is is juggling between the clinical side, the sciences, and and this whole leadership and diplomacy space. And mm. so, I think it's not clear cut for 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 everyone that this is the direct path. Sometimes you find someone who says, "I'm a specialist. I want to continue working as a specialist, but I want to get involved in 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 global surgery work." and mm. And and there's 100% room for that. But we also meet people who say, I just want to do global surgery. And, and yeah. that may be anything from research to education to, you know, getting involved in, in these uh, policy work and all of that. So it's very individualized right yeah. now. And, and networking skills will probably be obviously one of the skills that you will need because you need to establish those networks and tap into and listen to people, not just necessarily talking to them, but to listen uh, where those opportunities are. Yes. So it's it's all about relationships because mm-hmm. it's it's your relationship with with the go- with the government, it's your relationship with other universities, it's Absolutely. your relationship with clinical managers, with with students, and so it's all NGOs. So it's very it's very much based around partnership and and creating partnerships for to improve health outcomes. So if I mean this is quite complex kind of work that you are also doing. Where do you find the balance, um, you know, with between you as as an individual and you in your career? 
So I think, you know, the stage I'm in right now is is I really love what I do, you know, and so it makes it much easier yes. because it's, 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 you know, it's not forcing yourself to do something that you don't feel like doing. And, and my days are very exciting. Like right now, you know, I'm in Somalia. I woke up in Ethiopia this morning. <laughs> and so you get to have, you know, really exciting out of the box type type of moments but at the same time i'm a mother i'm a wife you know uh, i'm a sister all of that mm-hmm. and i still need to make sure that i i have that balance with the different roles that i have in my life i'm i'm, I'm placed in that i find my family is very supportive but at the same time i also have the responsibility of of making sure that I'm I'm not devoting so much time to my work that I'm not mm. giving my kids the attention that they need, etc. Yeah, that's quite difficult. Um, I really take my hat off to that, uh, you know, balancing all of that. So if if global health was now not an option, and we take it completely mm. off of the table, what else would you have loved to do? <laughs> well, it's it's. I mean, it's it's it's. It's interesting. I I don't know. You know, I just feel like my life has been a journey that when I when I worked full time in the labor ward and and running a high care, I completely loved it. You know, so it's 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 never. It, it's just my life evolved to 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 something different. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just go back to the hospital and just okay. be a normal <laughs> clinician and just But medicine <laughs> do the stays in the blood. Everyday stuff. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I mean I've always been a, a creative and so mm-hmm. you know part of me was like, you know, doing drama, acting and whatnot. So so maybe if if maybe that's the other extreme yes. that I'd, I'd go into. If you can share one secret about your job, something that outsiders would never guess, what will that be? Well, that a lot of days are actually quiet and, and sitting in your office. Oh, wow. Please show me how. doing your work. <laughs> 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 so I, I, I used to laugh because my first office in UCT was on a very dark corridor and sometimes the lights would be off and yeah. so people would come and visit me and they're finding this completely dark place that they're like this isn't <laughs> what we expected to find and i'm like but this is my job I, I sit alone i work and quietly do my stuff most of the time yeah. and then you've got days where you're exposed to the world and you're meeting people and whatnot but a lot of the work that you do behind the scenes sets the stage for mm. for 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 the big things and and the big projects. So I yeah. So the the quieter my days, the more I actually achieve in the yes. long run. Yeah, just some time to focus and 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 yeah, just making progress and being proactive. I love that. So uh, I'm now going to move to a section that we call this or that. Are you ready for for those questions? Yes, I am. Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. <laughs> sweet or salty? Uh, it depends. I've, I've got a sweet tooth, but sometimes I prefer salty things. So okay. So it depends. Neutral. <laughs> okay, neutral. Mm. Uh, remote or on-site? Uh, on-site. Every morning I? I spend about 30 minutes 
thinking about my day and, and having my quiet moment where I'm uninterrupted because everyone's asleep at yes. this time. <laughs> my favorite word is global. Nice. I love it. And that just fits with that uh, global surgery division that you are currently working for as well. Uh, Prof. Salumi, thank you so, so, so much um, for the time and especially, you know, logging in from Somalia and uh, joining this discussion today. I really appreciate your time and good luck with everything. Um, it's just amazing to see what you have already accomplished. So I can just imagine how amazing your career will still be um, in the way forward as well. So good luck with that as well. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you inviting me and thank you so much for the time. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.